What is up, everybody? Welcome to Outside the Cage. Hope everyone's doing great on this beautiful Monday night. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I'm still a little shook about this crazy week we just had in the fight game and all these fight announcements and signings and then a the little bit of a letdown of the main event. Well, we'll get into all that. We've got... I think it was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I think... I think as expected, no. The dude, I we hit it on the we hit the yeah. nail right on the head or whatever that saying is, but if y'all yeah. tuned into our show then you most likely have a bigger number in your bank account right now than you did on Saturday before the fights. I'm just It was a good that. week. It was a good week. Um thanks in part to Leon Rocky Edwards and still um defeats Kobe Covington via unanimous decision um kind of dominated rounds one two three four was questionable and five mm-hmm. kobe wins um but just the three that leon won were just dominant um still the fight in the first three rounds it was kind of at that point just kind of stay safe don't get caught with anything showed really good wrestling even got a couple of takedowns himself on covington offensively um but just kind of like we said, um, this is kind of how we expected a master class from Leon. It's kind of just the style he fights mm-hmm. and the way he is. Um, just going to keep coming for five rounds, chip away, chip away, chip away, and just snipe you. Um, I think the respect he had for Kobe showed. Obviously, he didn't want to engage in anything. He kind of just kept his distance, but still just fought super technical. His jab was there all night. He fucking was fucking mm-hmm. up Kobe's lead lead, uh, lead leg. Yeah, so it was... It was um, Kind of exactly what we expect from Leon, vintage Leon performance. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it was a. I don't want to say it was a letdown because I kind of felt like that's kind of how I expected it to go. Um, so from that point, I'm not really let down, and especially because I don't care how boring the fight is. If you win me money, you win me money. Um, True. So yeah, in that case. yeah. I think great performance from Leon. Um, not. I mean, Covington, like we talked about, you know, maybe he isn't as good as we think or as claim to be but it's a tough fight um he keeps coming you know he always has the threat of the takedown there so great performance by um leon glad he got that one done so Kobe yeah, just looked, he looked so old to me i'm not gonna lie man i was oh, i was no. very surprised with the way he fought he he didn't really go at him for the first three or four rounds i think he shot for maybe one or two takedowns my cousin and i were counting just to see compared to a normal colby fight he usually fights like marab and yeah. he just wasn't going to beat Leon playing that technical outside game that he was playing with that weird iCarly stance that people were making fun of. But yeah, I just thought Kobe would go for it. You even heard his coaches telling him between rounds, you're the challenger, Kobe. You've got to do something. You've got to go for this win here. And in the fifth round, he did. But if Kobe was going to win, he needed to be doing that right off the rip because he needed to wear down on Leon, get him tired, have three of those rounds and win by decision. So I was really surprised that he didn't go for broke. Probably a little ring rust in there. I know he said that right after the fight. Um, I was kind of worried about that because it's two years about that he had off and then you get in there for 25 minutes and you got to go. You got no time to shake off the ring rust. But yeah, man, dude, Colby didn't even look like he belonged in the top five. Yeah, and that's kind of, I mean, 
it's kind of what I expected. Like his wins and his last three wins are versus guys that are retired. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to me, it was just kind of let's get this fight out the way for the UFC. Just milk one last fight out of Kobe, and it just kind of has to be done. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was all on it from the beginning. Um, thought that line was way too easy. Mm-hmm. I think it closed at like 170 for Leon. Um, I think like, it locked it in 150, 155. But yeah, that was exactly how I expected the fight to go. Um, wasn't surprised at all. I just it was a bad matchup all around for Leon. I mean, for um Kobe, just. Because they all like obviously Leon's a better striker, but I wasn't I wasn't sold on Kobe being the better grappler. So it's Leon like looked, yeah, Leon looked so much stronger in there. Every time more Kobe, sharp, he's just more sharp. Yeah, every time Kobe like, would try to shoot, it's like he was running into a brick wall. I remember there was one where Leon threw a hook or some strike where it left him kind of open, and Kobe shot in perfectly. And right when he um, tried to take Leon down. It was like he ran into a brick wall, and he just wasn't yeah. able to really move Leon or get him close to the ground. I was like, "Wow, this one is over." Yeah, it was. Yeah, so the first takedown attempt when Leon stepped is like, "Yeah, it's, it's how do you win now?" Yeah, that looked like one where a guy's been rocked for like two rounds. Yeah, and the striker turns into a grappler. So I had something here at the house. There's like a lot of people over here at the house watching the fight, uh, and like obviously a lot of big uh, Kobe fans, and they're just like. Uh, like after the first two rounds, it's like, bro, it's over. They're just like, no, Kobe's cardio, Kobe's cardio. And I was like, I was like, look, I was like, Leon's a fucking champion fighter too. He has mm-hmm. cardio too. Just because you say you have cardio doesn't mean you have the best cardio. Like, don't get me wrong, Kobe has great cardio, but you don't think of Leon having good cardio. Why? Because he doesn't say he has good cardio. Like, just because you come out here and say like, I have this, I have, have good cardio, I have good cardio, I have good cardio. Like, doesn't mean like you have great cardio, which he does, but doesn't mean he doesn't mean no one else has just as good cardio. And Rogan said it in the in like probably the second round. Colby's kind of wasting his cardio weapon because if you don't go hard from the first round, yeah, what's it's the not, Yeah, it's not like the cardio is gonna just show up out of nowhere and win you a decision when you've already lost three rounds. Yeah. yeah. So what we had Shavkat, um submit Kevin um, Stephen Thompson, um, Bloma Hamans number two. Um. Gilbert Burns four, but Bilal beat him, so he gets the shot. Um, do you think it's Bilal, or do you think it's Bilal, Shafkat, then Leon? I think you've got to go Bilal. It's yeah. it's only fair to the guy. No one wants to say it, but I'll get on here and take one for the team and say it. Bilal's earned the title shot. He and him and Leon kind of have unfinished business, I guess you could say. Personally, I think Leon was, he was messing Bilal up in that fight, and Bilal kind of got not saved by the nasty eye poke, but his record got saved at least. Yeah. So I think Leon wins that too, but Bilal does deserve it in my opinion. And I like, I like Gilbert and Colby to fight. I don't really know why. I just feel like that would be well, a good Gilbert up. versus JDM booked. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. They've been booking everything. I gotta, gotta yeah. remember what's booked and so what's that's, not. That's my, that's my only thing about the, about the Shavkat fight, and again, you don't like shake things up for Shavkat, but it's like I'm looking now, like who does Shavkat fight? Yeah. Burns is booked. He doesn't fight Kobe. Bilal's the only one option there, and then it's Kamaru, and then it's Leon. So I don't think Shavkat fights down again. I think Shavkat's next fight is a title eliminator, but how long does he wait? I guess so. Probably if he doesn't fight Bilal, I think he's gonna have to wait for. Things to just I mean, I guess up. you can probably say Shavkat gets the Gilbert JDM winner. 
Yeah, I was going to say that. Either the Gilbert JDM winner or somehow if something were to happen with Holland and Michael Venom Page, that would be a pretty sweet fight to step into as well. Yeah, I I, I, I agree. I think it has to go to Bilal, but I would love a Bilal versus Shafkat mm-hmm. because then it's like, all right, now we don't question Bilal. He really earned it. And then it's like, then if Shafkat wins, like, fuck, Shafkat's here. And that's that's a bigger fight. So I think that... I think Shavka Bilal would answer a lot of questions. Like, yes, it's not fair to Bilal, but I think that sells Leon's next fight either way. That's true because when you have a like a guy, like a for sure contender that you could really build up because, yeah, Bilal or Shavka, they're, they're not going to sell half the pay-per-views Colby did. Did yeah. you see what Dana said during his uh, post-fight presser? So he said... I, I hated the Colby thing. This is Dana's words, by the way. He's like, I hated the Colby thing. It was way too far out of pocket. But when that press conference was going on, I shit you not, our UFC analytics team, there was a they told him there was a 25% spike in pay-per-view buys for the pre-buys just during that press conference once Colby started going nuts. So say what you want about it. I don't think it's good either. But this sport needs villains. It needs heroes. It needs people that are going to make you emotionally charged up one way or the other. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't – should we get into that whole pre-fight press conference thing between Leon and Colby? I mean, I think if you're watching this show, you kind of know what happened and what it was. I mean, I don't really have an opinion on it. It's fucked up. Um, I don't like I, – I heard a lot of, like, stuff this weekend of, like, people who were big, like, Colby guys – um kind of like defending it or like yeah it's fucked up but you know leon's dad like not bro it's fucked up it doesn't matter what it was like it's stop making excuses because you're a fan of the guy what he said was fucked up um so yeah i mean i don't really have that's my take on it i think kobe i think if you're a reasonable thinker and somewhat decent human being you probably lost a little bit of respect for kobe Mm -hmm. um just this whole week um, and he's a fucking liar. Like Trump was never putting the belt on him. Um, Trump was never walking out with him. Trump doesn't even like him. I so, don't think he. Does. I think he likes Masvidal more. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. I just I'm kind of over the whole Kobe thing. Uh, yeah. I don't really want to get into that. Um, I'd much rather get into Alexander Many Man Pantoja and still defeats Brandon Raw Dog Royvel. Unanimous decision. Um. Again, my that was my parlay, Leon and Pantoja, and still. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what did you think of Pantoja? I thought he, I thought he was really well. I, th- I think he's, he's got to change the game plan up. I think he gassed out in four and five. Mm-hmm. Fifth round had me scared. I was gonna say, bro, Pantoja did not look right to me from when we saw him fight Brandon Moreno, who I think is a better fighter than Brandon Roy Val. Pantoja just did not look like the same guy that we saw in July at UFC 290. And with that being said, he still went out there and found a way to get the job done. There were times early in the rounds where Roy Val would be piecing him up and Pantoja just found a way to get that fight to the ground, which was not fan-friendly at all. It was boring, but like you said, when when we have money on the line, shit ain't boring. Yeah. So that was a that was a very impressive performance to me, not like not because of how he fought, but I'm going to assume that he just wasn't on his A game that night. There's something going on, sick, injured, wasn't able to get the full camp in because he he gassed out, like you said. 
but I was so impressed that he was able to dig deep and still get that W. Kind of goes yeah. into what I was saying, the thing about how once you become the champ, you automatically become 30% better. You could see that with Pantoja in there. He just had that confidence, like, I am not losing this fight. I am not losing to this guy, even if it was his night, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so they said Albazi and Moreno, number one contender fight. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, you have to favor Moreno in that until you don't, right? Yeah, and then we get Moreno, Pantoja three. With we get another Max Volk situation, I guess. Before no. This would be the oh, I guess because they had like one on the Ultimate Fighter or something like yeah. that, and then one in the UFC, and then one in holy shit, four fights. Moreno's gonna have Moreno's gonna have four quadril or two quadrilogies. <laughs> That's nuts, bro. That's why I was thinking the night when I went to bed when I was watching it when I when I, Dana said that that's the normal contender fight. I was like, bro, I think somehow, some way, Albazi wins. Just because that can't it can't happen. Where it's two yeah, quadrilogies for Moreno. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta get bro. some. We gotta get some flyweights, man. Tatsuro Tyra, bro, the last hope. I'm telling you, yeah. 23 years old on the come up. We gotta, yeah, and Manel Cape. I think those two are two guys that are could be big personalities in that division just some yeah. new some new energy in that division you yeah. know yeah but congrats to alexander pantoja super excited for him um mm-hmm. again when we see these people in person we just kind of get feelings for them so hundred percent back, back in vegas where, where it all began um mentioned earlier shavkat submitted stephen thompson via round two um what do you like for stephen thompson just kind of whatever yeah um striker on yeah literally just a striker in that division where he can go out there and do what he wants to do i think this kind of ends his last title or last chance at a title run so at this point if he does want to keep fighting i would recommend he just goes in there with strikers that he is a better striker than which i think is about anyone i think just matchup wise he gives leon a tougher matchup than colby did on saturday yeah, I don't, I don't think he'd be. I think he, I think he would just lose a boxing match. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd probably be a little more exciting. I agree. It's hard to say, bro. Dude's a master of range and distance and timing. Yeah, but I think Leon's just quicker. At the, yeah, at this time in his career, most likely. Yeah. Um, but, Patty defeats Tony Ferguson, kind of how we expected. Like I said, I don't, I don't think any other dudes can finish him. Patty almost had him. Tony done. Mm-hmm. Any other, any other fighter, you'd probably call that fight, but. Tony somehow regained um, his composure and ended up forcing a decision. Patty Literally went exactly how he said it was going to. Sorry to cut you off, but we yeah. we sniped it. My bad, I'll let you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the knockout of the night, possibly knockout of all time. Josh Emmett knocks out Bryce Mitchell in the first round. Just ferocious. Um, tough to watch. One of the first knockouts was like, that's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. It felt like one of those street fights where you're like, oh, that yeah. dude could be dead. That yeah, was... That was- that was that was that was a bad one. Um, nice Mitchell, man. I don't think he takes fighting seriously. I've said it on here before. All of the ranked fighters in the UFC are full time fighters. They're not a farmer first and then a fighter second, training on their farm equipment in between picking the hay or whatever. I don't know, but he's either got to be all in or kills me to say, but I don't really know what the point of him fighting is i guess he's in there to make money and put on good performances but he's never going to be a title guy i think he has the skill and the ability to be a title guy if he lived uh 
a sugar lifestyle. I think he could be one of those yeah, top guys, I but just, it's just not his number well, one priority. One, I think that one, I think he's gonna take a lot of time off anyway from that knockout. You just don't recover like that. Um, but yeah, like you said before, he's not really. Uh, he's, he hasn't looked good in his last two fights against really good opponents. So when he had to take the next leap, he couldn't really respond. Yeah. Yeah, that's he's great for that 15 to 10 range, but as soon as you go up above that, there's not really not a whole lot for him, I guess. Dude, I don't know what to do about Josh Emmett. I was looking at the featherweight rankings. I is feel he like coming he- into the is he coming into the um um, Max Holloway stage where he's just better than everybody, but not better than the champ. Well, a little bit. I would say like not better than everybody, and not better than everybody like ranked three and above. Because yeah, year was able to put it on him. Um, Toporia put it on him, but then everyone else he puts it on them. So, I mean, I yeah. think in I think an Arnold Allen or a Mosvar Evilev would be perfect for him, like the skill range wise. But yeah. they're already booked to fight each other at UFC 297. I don't know if Emmett will want to wait that long to fight the winner of that fight, but I think that's a good possibility. I think him and Arnold Allen would be a banger of a fight. I could see that headlining a fight night. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, but super great night of fights. Um, Garbrandt, big knockout win for him. Congrats to mm-hmm. him. He called out Figgy. You you got an opinion oh. on that? Since since Song Yudong and Peter Young got booked, Figgy is still on the table right now. Cody said he wants to get that one. Uh... I think that's a step down for Figgy. I think Figgy's trying to make a title run, which yeah, obviously every, everybody is, but I think Figgy's well on his way to getting a title shot at, at 35. Um, crazy so I, how that performance can change our minds on Figgy because going into that Rob Font fight, it was like, ah, he's a little too small for this division, but now it's like yeah. a rejuvenated Figgy that doesn't have to cut weight or cut yeah. as much weight. Yeah. Cody looked well, good, though. He did, he did, he did, he did. He did. He's, he's, he's looked better. He's looked better, really better. I think he's getting more like just going back to his technique because there's a little bit where he was trying to knock everyone out and just go um, chin for chin with someone, I guess you could say. And he was not winning those battles, but yeah, he's looked good ever since the, I think the Kaikara fight was his last loss or did he have one more after that? Who? Cody. Might've been his last loss. Yeah, that I could be wrong, but um. Anyway, yeah, Cody's looked good. I think a maybe even a Rob Font. I don't know. Yeah, I don't somewhere know. in that range. I think he should fight a fringe ranked fighter now. Somewhere in that twelve to fifteen range. Yeah. Yeah. What a night it was. What a week it was. We had some big fight announcements. Um. Also, shout out Irene Aldana. They had a hell of a fight. It's hard to win fight of the night when you're a girl fight on the prelims, but they did just that. She came out with a good performance after that lackluster fight against Amanda. She threw yeah. her name back in the hat, got back on the right track. So, shots, Irene. One thing I want to say. The last time UFC was in Miami, Israel Adesanya knocked out Alex Pereira. Boom! Miami just feels different. Miami just sounds different. And now Sugar Sean's headlighting UFC 299 in Miami. Let's fucking go. It's it's just, it's fucking box office. Miami's fucking just feels different. Like I said, sounds different. 
it's one of those arenas that Madison Square Garden, T-Mobile, where it's just it, it's There's just a few. You don't There's go there people. often. It's just Miami, the glore, the lights, the glamour. And now Sugar Sean is headlining Miami, baby. Let's fucking go. We thought it was going to be Canada. We thought it was going to be Canada. Fuck that. We're going to Miami, baby. Let's fucking go. Oh, Palm Beach. And they are doing our guy Sugar a favor with the fights that they are putting on this card. They are stacking this thing up. I had my phone on me right now, and I had the list of the announcements Dana made. It was only a couple, but... This I think that card's gonna be just as good as the one that we just had. Yeah. Um, so Michael Venom Page, for anybody that knows, he's been one of the best welterweights in the world, but he hasn't been in the UFC. He's on the back end of it, on the back end of his prime, but he's still got, I'd say, one more run in him, kind of like a Michael Chandler type um signing. Um, but yeah, him and Kevin Holland are gonna be fighting on the Miami card which is a nuts fight. I'm very excited for that. That's going to be a good test to see where where MVP stacks up in the UFC because if you beat Kevin Holland, then you're, especially at welterweight, if you beat Kevin Holland, then you're you're there. You're here. Yeah. We saw JDM that uh, he wasn't able to get by Holland easily, and we see where JDM's at in that division. And then another fight was Song Yudong versus Peter Yan. I sniped that one. I'm just going to say it. Called for it. That's another banger. Should should either give us a new contender in the bantamweight division or Peter Yon will kind of still be where he was. You think if Peter yeah. wins, he's back in the title talks? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing Peter has going for him is that he went to a split decision with the champ. Very true, very true. He's fought Sugar better than anyone else by a mile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, everyone would want to see Sugar and Peter again. That was a sweet fight. Yeah. And then we got uh, Gilbert Burns versus JDM and Ian Gary versus Jeff Neal. What a what a lineup. One thing this, so obviously I was super excited when I seen this card announced, but I'm like, fuck. What is 300 going to look like? Like you could have saved these for three hundred. Yeah, dude, they're throwing, they're emptying the clip. It feels like right now. Though so that's because you look at Sung Yedong, Peter Yan, Gilbert Burns, JDM, Ian Gary. So Jeff Neal, or so five fights here. So we got uh, Venom Page versus Holland, Yedong versus Peter Yan, Burns versus JDM, and Ian Gary versus Jeff Neal. Even if you split those and put half on two ninety nine and half on three hundred, like both are still really good. Yeah, no one's mad there. Like if you just go. MVP and Kevin Holland and Song Yedong on Peter Yan on 299, and you put Burns, JDM, and Ian Gary, Jeff Neal on 300, we're still looking at 299 like, fuck. So, That's bro, bad. this like, what the fuck is 300 going to look like? Did you hear that Dana said it's going to be out of this world, even the first prelim fight? Yeah, that that's what I'm now, saying. It's going to have everyone. I did like, see I, when, I, when, I, when I think that, I'm thinking like, when I hear that, I'm like, all right, Ian Gary and Jeff Neal going to be the first fight of the night. But I'm like, fuck, then when the, like, what the fuck, bro, I, this, I don't know. I literally do not know what 300 is going to look like. I have no clue. I, yeah, McGregor's the only thing that's in my head. And we did get our first announcement on UFC, on UFC 300 an hour or two ago. Not a fight, but a fighter. It's confirmed that Bo Nickel will be on the card. I would guess probably pre or early pre. 
because it's going to be that stacked. I'm hoping. Yeah, so he's for that, sure. for three. If it's for saying how stacked it's going to be, he's for sure the prelim headliner. Yeah, I can see that. Imagine Bo Nichols just like first fight of the night against. Yeah. I could see him versus they said, Ar- Jim, they said Jim. They said Jim Miller's gonna be on there as well. Yeah, because he fought at 100 and 200, and then he'll also fight at 300, which is that is so crazy in this sport to be able to insane. Yeah, if you're an yeah, old man in this no sport, proof. then you are. A I mean, dog. at this point, it's gotta be. There's not what else is there left other than Connor. Yeah, I heard Dana say he wanted to see how some stuff played out for 300 from like last week and or yeah 296 and the fight nights before but i really don't know maybe shavkat against so someone when's, so when's 299 what month march uh, so 300 in april 300's april 14th i mean so these guys that were on this past car like leon could be on it yeah these guys are all still clear to be on it so we, they'll be reloading the clip i think hamzat will be on it yeah, I mean, I think but, that yeah. makes sense. Islam could be. Versus you don't think they go Islam and Leon? I mean, who does Islam fight at fifty-five? Charles probably. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Islam and Leon would be nuts. That would that would be a fight that I would not know which way to go. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Yeah, but um. Do you have any early predictions out of the fights that got announced? Are there any are there any fighters that you're like, I'm betting um, when you see those? I probably like Venom Page over Holland. Um I probably like Song Yadong over Peter Yan. I probably like Burns over JDM. And I'd probably like Gary over Neil. I'm gonna say JDM over Burns, but I agree with the rest of those. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just Burns fucking too good. Burns is like that. But that he did. He did kind of threw me off with him a little. He did hit a wall against Bilal, though. So yeah, it's it's tough to see. Injury, yeah. It, yeah, injuries, but it's hard to say because Shavkat turns out he had a major ankle injury like six weeks ago, so he couldn't really yeah. throw kicks for that reason, and that's why he only grappled against Wonder Boy. Yeah, Pretty crazy. We had um the seasonal press conference that we talked about. Um, bro, Drake is in demon time, bro. I just, I'm getting over the bullshit, bro. I'm getting over the Sean Strickland bullshit, the Colby Covington bullshit. Like, maybe I'm just getting older, bro. I'm like, but like, shit's just getting too much like WWE, bro. Like that shit, I don't know. My friends have been saying since the merger, a lot of things have been happening. Like, obviously I love Connor and Connor was the best. And at the time it felt like, that kind of changed it, but like it's kind of like the whole Steph Curry thing. Like, yeah, Steph's one of the best ever, but he also like ruined the game mm. in a way. Yeah, um, like in the youth aspect yeah, of it. Or... Like, um, mm, I, I see know, that. Like, I martial arts. Obviously, I was young. Obviously, I was younger, so I felt I felt a different way about it. But like now, it's just like I just none of these dudes are Connor. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, we just get a whole like press conference of like. Sean Strickland just calling people gay. Um, like, it's like I'm not trying to hear all that shit, bro. Like, I wanted to know about the fucking fights. I wanted to hear them talk. Um, yeah, give actual insight. One thing I will say, though, about, about the seasonal press conference that kind of struck me is 
you had some guys up there. Obviously, you had Sean Strickland, you had Volkanovski, you had Sean O'Malley. Um, and Volk didn't get asked one question. Yeah, I was like, it's because I think all the reporters just want the clickbait. They wanted guys to go back and forth and start arguing with each other. Yeah, and it's, but like I want, yeah, uh, I don't know. I kind of like maybe it was just like all too soon back to back. Like I watched the. 296 press conference and then i watched the seasonal press conference so i was just like fuck like i don't know but yeah i'm just kind of getting over all of it i just a lot of like vibes yeah bro it's just i don't know when it's authentic it's cool like nate or connor even like a kevin holland i like i like the way he does it my connor like when people are just themselves i think it's good yeah i like strickland's more than colby because i feel like strickland is at least being himself at this point, he's definitely exaggerating it a little bit. But yeah, the Colby one, I see where he's coming from because it's what he has to do to get to this point. People would not be talking about him if he didn't do it. But yeah, I mean, he wanted to make people hate him and he's succeeding at it. Should I play the video from what took place in the crowd between Sean Strickland and Drikas Duplessis? I know you just said you're kind of over this shit, but this one was pretty, pretty wild if it was real. Mm. All right, so oh, he's still I'm being talking. told that Strickland asks Gilbert Burns' son to move. Oh, and then, oh, wow. oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Out of nowhere. <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy. Well, he told him, he, he, well, you could say, you could see. Dr- All right, so oh, he's still talking. To- it was weird. I don't know, like, why would you sit them that close together? I know Dana said after that he just messed up and did that. But, like, come on. that That's got to be intentional. They knew something was going to happen, and they had cameras ready all around them for that moment, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was fake. Um, I think it was steered in that direction. Um, but I don't know, though. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that, actually, because I don't think Dana wants this shit to happen like like – um. Khabib and Connor to ever happen again. But, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just kind of over all the, all the like, fake bullshit. I'm kind of just, like, ready to see these dudes fighting out. And anytime, like, let's just get to back to regular press conferences. Like, I don't know. It's just becoming too much for me. I feel you. I feel you. There's a... I used to love, I used to love press conferences, bro. I really used to love them. I still do. I, I like the characters. I don't like what Colby did. But I like most of the characters in the UFC still. Just be yourself. Like, when Connor was doing that shit, like, it was genuinely like him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who, like, he's a, because he's, he's like that to this day. He's a crazy motherfucker. Like, I it's just, just saw like, a clip from him where he looked so coked up. And, and, like, one thing I think that these guys don't take into effect is, like, he was genuinely funny and so quick-witted. But, like, mm-hmm. now all these dudes, like, all Sean Strickland does is call people gay and shit. Like, that's not funny. Yeah, it just goes, ah. Uh, yeah. Connor's ah, you're gay. Uh, yeah, like, really that's not, like, I don't, Yeah. Like, I think Connor Drake was really working. fucking hilarious. Who the fuck is this guy? Like, that shit's hilarious, bro. Like, no one has that. Same with Nate. I think him and Nate will never be matched again because those were, that was the perfect combination. All those interviews they would do on the Skype when Connor would just be going at him and Nate would just sit there just like unfazed and say some funny shit back to him. Yeah. That was real. That was really them. Man. Yeah. 2016, just better time all around, huh? 
for the Warriors yeah, too. Yeah, that was special time. Special time. I just you really look back at time. You really look back at sometimes like like you never think about it, but like now it's like life. Like when your parents say like life was better like this time, and you don't think about it, it's like ah, like life's life. It's like now it's like looking back like like. 2015 2016 like what a time what a time to be alive straight up dude like so many things that didn't even exist back then that people like trip about nowadays or just oh yeah world changes yeah it does that, that it does remember summer 16 jersey such so good marketing bro all of summer 16 yeah it's just like i definitely see what they're saying like i don't know like maybe we'll look at it now and be like life was good now which life is good yeah. but um yeah it was just different maybe just because we had less responsibilities that's what i was gonna say when we first all got our licenses to can whip around and stuff like yeah. that yeah but now it's just it's just Lord. i kind of just feel like i don't know like everything in the world i guess i don't know everything's just different now no, i i completely feel you i mean covid i feel like covid changed a lot of stuff yeah just with the way people are like being isolated for that long it's got to Got to change you a little bit, whether you know it or not. 100%. You got any other closing thoughts before we get out of here? I don't. Um, let's go Sugar Sean, baby. Yes, sir. And still, Miami. Yes, sir. Doses.